insightful podcasts by informative hosts. Insights into Things, a podcast network. Welcome to Insights into Teens, a podcast series exploring the issues and challenges of today's youth. Your hosts are Joseph and Madison Whalen, a father and daughter team making their way through the challenges of the teenage years. Welcome to Insights into Teens. This is episode 17, Summer Activities. I'm your host, Joseph Whalen, and my brilliant and talented co-host, Madison Whalen. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today, Maddie? Pretty good. So today I think we're going to take things a little bit more fun today. Awesome. Uh, we did a little bit of a serious topic last week, and I think next week we have another kind of hard-hitting topic to do. So this week, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Awesome. So we're going to talk about what we're going to do uh, with summer activities. Awesome. We have our summer vacation right around the corner, right? Mm-hmm. So you're out of school when? June 17th. So a couple of weeks left for you. Yep. And then um, it's summertime and a little bit more free time, a little bit more fun, and... Uh, summer camp for you yeah yeah we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to that part though mm-hmm. so you ready to get into it why not all right let's go so as always we start with a definition and in this case we're going to start off with what we define as summer vacation this actually comes courtesy of wikipedia mm. Summer vacation, also called summer holiday or summer break, is a school holiday in summer between school years and the break in the school year, uh, the school academic year. Students and teaching staff are typically off between eight and nine weeks, depending on the country and district. In the United States, summer break is approximately two and a half to three months, with students typically finishing the school year between late May and and mid-June, and starting the new year between mid-August and early September. So we're talking about that time frame in North America in this case. Yeah. So this sort of fits right into your school year, so you're mid-June, and then you'll start uh, early September back in uh, your middle school. Yep. Okay, so when we talk uh, summer vacation and stuff like that, this is the time frame that we're talking. Okay? Yep. All right. So, according to parenting.com, there are four common stages to summer vacation. Now, I want to go down these, give you a brief description, and then get your thoughts on them, okay? All righty, and I'll see if I can relate. Yes. So, stage one, the lazy days of summer. We soak up the freedom of no homework, quizzes, or school drama and ease in the summer of relaxation and not a care in the world. 
Is that a, a fairly accurate summary of the first few weeks where you're just enjoying not going to school? In some cases. Okay. Give me a little more detail. Well, in my at my age now, unfortunately, I'm getting schoolwork over the summer to do so that I don't forget the curriculum because apparently it's something for the middle school so I don't forget math and ELA. Okay. So unfortunately, I'm still going to be thinking about schoolwork, but on the plus side... I won't be getting homework every single day and having to get it done and bring it to school. I will have that sort of relief, and on weekends I will seem a bit more lazy. So the schoolwork that you're getting, is this one big lump sum of schoolwork, or is this something that you receive doled out to you during the course of the summer where you have to do it consistently, or is it here's a bunch of homework, get it done by the time you come back to school? Well, it's basically like they want us to stretch it out. They give it us, they give it to us right before we leave to go on summer break, and um, they expect us to stretch it out all the way until the end of the summer and make sure we're done it at the end of the summer break so that we can give it to school and take notes on it. So you're asked to basically do it at your own pace then? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's sort of a start of that lazy summer day, but you still have that omen of having to do some schoolwork. Yep. Okay, fair enough. So stage two is the I'm bored stage. This is where there's only so many times you can watch the same cat video and play the same board game or listen to the same song or read the same book. It's too hot to go out. Even if you got a pool, you don't feel like roasting in it like a duck in sauce. It's too miserably hot to go out, and you're too bored to stay in stage. Your thoughts on that? Doesn't apply to me at all. Why not? Well, like I, like we said before, I go to summer camp, and for five days a week, I go there. Okay. And, we, and of course, there's certain, there's different activities. And mainly my friends from school actually go to my summer camp, so I'm not actually completely bored, even though I don't like going there. I mean, there's still activities I enjoy. On the weekends, we always have stuff something planned. So I'm never really at that stage of well, that's good. boredom. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad we're able to keep you out of that stage. Because I can tell you, as a kid, you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so... In the summertime, I didn't go to camp. My other friends would go to camp. So in the summertime, that's the stage that I dreaded where my friends were at camp. I was stuck at home bored. I didn't have anything to do. And at the time, we didn't have any of the technology that you had now. So it was always a matter of trying to find something to do. Mm. So stage three is finding your groove, they call it. Uh, time home isn't everything it's cracked up to be, so day trips break up the monotony. Play dates with friends, a trip to the shore, a run to the farmer's market, a weekend at an amusement park. After a few weeks of adjustment, we finally hit our stride and are enjoying summer. How does this stage relate to uh, your typical summer? Well, I'd say that's most of my summer on the weekends. Okay. Well, because we always have something planned every weekend, and I mean, sometimes they're not stuff I completely enjoy, but 
things I would tolerate, and most of them I actually do enjoy. So I'm not actually sitting at home being lazy like a like a couch potato. Well, you're such a good sport for putting up with us and indulging in our little side tracks. Unfortunately, it's not like that at school, at um summer camp, but eventually I do get used to it. So let's talk summer camp a second there. So five days a week you're going to summer camp, right? Mm-hmm. So while at summer camp, do you do day trips, field trips, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, now I'm able to choose, like me and Mommy, when we have to have the paperwork done for the trips, um, we always sit down and talk about it together. Unfortunately, due to some of my changes, I'm not able to do some of the trips, Okay. mainly swimming, so I can't do most most of the trips, and some of the trips that don't involve swimming, I don't like. So I think there's only like five trips I actually wanted to go on. Okay, so you have the option, basically, of being able to indulge in this stage, even at camp, where camp will provide uh, the option to do trips. It's just because of the stage you're going through right now, there's some limitations on what you can and can't do. And of course, my... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you tired of your favorite gaming podcast finishing with a play? Oh, no! Well, check out No Credits Rolled, where we play the games but rarely finish them. How's it going, folks? I'm Sam Whalen, your friendly host at No Credits Rolled, the ultimate gaming podcast, where we dish out the latest scoops and reviews on all your beloved video games. Hey, listen! Not only that, but we spice things up with some guest interviews, and even give you, yes you, a chance to have your say. Tune in every other week for a fresh dose of No Credits Rolled, available on all major podcast platforms, and hit us up on social media at No Credits Rolled. So why wait? Let's dive into the gaming world together, where finishing games is optional, but the fun is guaranteed. is fun or what's not fun. Right, right, because you're not critical at all about stuff like that. Nope. So the last stage that we have here is the back-to-school panic, stage four. Um, the weeks wear on, and we realize it won't last. We have that book to read or that packet to finish for school. We have to go to school. We have to go school shopping for clothes, book bags, supplies, and new shoes. The leisurely pace of summer turns into a frantic panic to enjoy the last vestiges of time and a mix of excitement to get back to school and out of the boredom we've been living in. How accurate is that for you? Last part, not so accurate. Most of it, very accurate. So you're always rushing to get that packet done? And... Well, not necessarily rushing. Of course, I do go at a slightly faster pace as, aug- as August wears on. And, of course, when we go school shopping, I secretly dread it. I really don't like it. What don't you like about it? The trying on of clothes or just shopping in general or the preparation to go back to school? Preparation to go back to school. Okay. It's always a nightmare. I could see that. I was always the same way, too. Okay. Well, that's the four stages, and it sounds like they don't apply to you too much. And I think mainly because of the somewhat unique situation you're in with your day camp situation. Mm-hmm. 
So one of the other things that I wanted to look at was some just suggestions on summer destinations. And this isn't for like a vacation destination. These are more for, uh, I don't know, day trips or something to break up those uh, the long days or the, the someplace to go on those hot summer days when there's nothing to do. Yep. So I'd like to run down this list here, find out, and I think you've done all of these. Uh, or most of them. Um, so I'd like to throw these out to you and get your thoughts on them. So the first one that we have is a zoo. Just about everyone has a favorite zoo they go to. They're great places to experience some of the outdoor weather in a relatively controlled manner for those of us who don't like to be out in the wilderness with bugs. Uh, you can kind of commune with nature and learn about animals and have a fun day out. So is there a zoo that you go to or do you not enjoy going to zoos? Well, I did used to go to zoos, but unfortunately, the ones that we used to go to, I think, closed. I really don't remember. Which zoo was that? The Philadelphia Zoo. No, that's still open. Well, we never stopped. Well, we still didn't. Well, we for some reason, we stopped going there. Okay. I mean, I did enjoy it. Of course, I did dread the heat, but it was really cool to see all of um, the animals. I especially liked the one with the big cats, because I'm in Love with cats. Because you love cats, yeah. yeah. I love that display, too, because I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> uh, okay, so zoo is, is certainly an option for you. Yep. The next one is similar. It's an aquarium. So this one's all indoor, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, probably not as common or convenient as a zoo. Aquariums give you a chance to commune with animals in a much more climate-controlled manner and can be equally as fun. Now, we're fortunate to have... The Adventure Aquarium in Camden, which isn't too far from us that we can visit. But we've also been to the National Aquarium in Baltimore as well. And there's a couple of different aquariums that are down the shore that we've visited as well. Atlantic City, I think Point Pleasant, we've been to the one there. Maybe. Um, what are your thoughts on aquariums? Good destination in the summer? Probably, especially for people who really don't like the heat and who actually... Um, are fascinated with the underwater life okay. and sea life. I definitely would recommend um, the, um, the Adventure Aquarium because there are a lot more activities to do ju than just um, looking at the Because you could do cool stuff like pet a shark there, huh? It's not exactly a shark, like a Well, it's like a little shark. sand shark. Yeah, yeah a little, it's a little shark. You still got to pet it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of cool, huh? So the next one that we have is a nature preserve. Nature preserves, state forests, or national parks are great places for either day trips or even an overnight camping where applicable. Now, we've never done camping, uh, and we've done some nature preserves. Uh, we did uh, the Pine Barrens. We went down to, um, oh, shoot, I forget the name of the place down at the Pine Barrens that we've been to, but we've done that. We've done... Uh, Red Bank Battlefield, we've done Fort Mifflin, which are, they're not nature preserves, but they are national parks. What do you think of this? I know the heat's a factor for you. Well, I'm not exactly the outdoor person, but anyone who would be willing to stand the heat and the bugs, I would say you'd enjoy it because you get out into nature, you'd experience some of the wildlife and their habitats, and you just have a good time enjoying the nice cool breeze, if it, there is a cool breeze. Or if you just like 
Pushing out in the sun, then that's also a good thing. Okay, cool. So the next one that we have are museums. Uh, Most major cities have a plethora of museums specializing in a variety of subjects to choose from. But you might find a little research, with a little research, there are some very interesting and quirky museums off the beaten path uh, that you might uh, find a day trip to be interesting with. Now, we're fortunate to be, you know, we're close to Camden, so therefore we're close to Philadelphia. And Philadelphia has a very wide array of museums there that we go to. Uh, Some of the ones we enjoy, the Franklin Institute, Philadelphia Art Museum, Museum of Natural History. What kind of museum would you like to do or do you enjoy doing in the summertime? Well, my favorite one, of course, is the Franklin Institute, mainly because I'm interested in science and technology and engineering. And I just think it's a really cool experience, especially because you're able to actually interact with all the stuff. And you get to learn more. And even some of the stuff I learned in school is there, and I... And one of my favorite ones was the mystery that you get to solve by the, by the wreck of the train, which is always quite fun. It gets it tests your logical thinking and your reasoning, and it's actually really cool. I remember sometimes when we went on field trips there, we would work, we would do um, those. I also remember when we had the they had the Toy Story Pixar thing, and that was really cool. I yeah. definitely liked that experience, even though it's no longer there. It replaced multiple times in the last few years. Yep, yeah, Franklin Institute's a great uh, museum because of how hands-on it is. It's not just a matter of going and looking at artifacts behind glass. You actually get to do some hands-on stuff, which is cool. Yeah, I actually like doing that because, well, I'm not going to go against any museums because I really do think that they're interesting. Unfortunately, I'm not that into history, but, like, I do find most most museums um, are quite cool and have interesting history like my field trip to the Penn Museum that was actually quite fun we were able to do a small scavenger hunt cool. which was actually quite cool so it actually helps me learn more about the history and it was actually really cool because we learned about most of the stuff in school so that was nice nice cool yeah so we might be doing some trips to the museum this summer then maybe uh, the next thing that we have is uh, one you I don't think you've done uh, minor league sports teams not so much, huh? Not really. An evening of baseball or soccer to support the local farm team can be a great experience and a real throwback to American values and just a good time for all. I've not done much in the way of this myself, although there are a number of minor league baseball teams in the area here. You have them in Camden, you have them in Trenton, you have them farther north than us. Mommy's done, used to do this quite frequently. They're easier to get into than a major league team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, generally don't have to deal with the crowding. Uh, and the one thing with doing minor league, and, and I, you know, I mentioned soccer here because there is a soccer minor league soccer stadium not too far from us. I've never done a soccer game, but I know the minor league baseball teams do a very good job paying homage to the fans and doing fan appreciation nights and having specials for for the fans that come out. And they, they make it a very good uh, value for a family to come out and enjoy themselves at night. So that might be one that we do one night just to test it out and see how it is. Mm. Yeah, I know. But they've got different things out there for the kids to do, different attractions and stuff like that. 
Okay, that actually sounds a little better, even though I'm not. You're not a sports fan. I get it. I'm not a big baseball fan either. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, The next thing that we have is a drive-in movie. Now, have you ever done a drive-in movie? No, I mean, I've seen some cartoons and maybe even some actual live-action movies where they did that. But Uh I never actually did it myself, I don't think. There aren't many left in America, but if you look hard enough, you might find a drive-in movie theater still in operation, and they're always a great place to spend an evening with the kids just to get out of the house. So the closest one that I'm aware of is actually uh, down towards where Mommy works. Uh, It's about 45 minutes from here, and uh, I think probably the drawback to drive-in movies by their very nature is that they're late movies, so they have to happen after the sun goes down. Otherwise, you can't see the movie. Yeah. Uh, the one advantage is you get in for one price, and you get to see two movies if you stick around that long. Yeah. I think it would be kind of neat. Mommy and I have gone down. I think we've done the drive-in movie theater down by her work once. I don't think we ever took Sam to go down to see a movie down there. It was just Mommy and I. But it might be actually kind of fun to go down and sit outside under the stars and watch a movie. That's always fun. Yeah, unfortunately, due to my teenage mind or something, I'd probably fall asleep before the first movie was even over. So. Well, yeah, you've slept through the Billy Joel concert, so if you can <laughs> sleep through that, you'll sleep through a movie. Yeah. Despite the fact that if you had your phone at home, you'd be up till midnight. Good point. So we might try that. We'll see. So the next thing on the list is amusement parks. Whether it's a children's park, a major roller coaster hub, or a water park, a day at an amusement park is a fun day for the whole family. Uh, How do you feel about amusement parks? I would definitely recommend them. It's It's definitely a good way to get out of the house and have fun for the whole family. And I am... And since I'm older now, there's actually a trip that my summer camp takes to go to one of the Ocean City um, amusement parks, and it's actually kind of fun, even though it's really hot outside. So, yeah. Yeah. The one drawback. I mean... But half of that amusement park is indoors, though. Yeah. Well, not the uh, Ocean City one that I go to for camp, but yeah. Well, okay. Well, yes, there's a few amusement parks in the area here. Um, we really haven't. We used to do water parks a lot. We don't do them as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they're a lot of fun. The one, the one water park that we go to, uh, the last time we went there, they had expanded and they put a wave outdoor wave pool in. That was fun. I like that. Oh yeah. Uh, the next thing that we have is the Renaissance Fair. So there's a couple of Renaissance fairs that we happen <laughs> to go to. Uh, step back in time with a traveling renaissance fair and enjoy the crafts, food, and entertainment they invariably bring during the summer months. Uh, there's one we'll probably be going to next month, the New Jersey Renaissance Fair up at Liberty Lake. Uh, we did, just did the one at Fort Mifflin over in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have plans to do the big one, the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair out at Mount Hope Winery this year, but that's one that we go to every couple of years. I think you, uh, you're kind of outgrowing the Renaissance Fair stuff, aren't you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you kind of find it boring now. A little. Well, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm happy that I get to learn a bit more about the past and get to see an up-close image of it. But, I mean, 
being a teenager, I find that stuff a little more boring now. Yeah. I mean, I still would go to support you guys and even see some of the cool stuff, but I'm just not as into it as I was. I know. I totally get it. It's not not for everybody, but uh, you know, just a suggestion for the audience out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the next two, I'm I'm actually going to lump together because they're kind of similar. Okay. And that's carnivals and circuses. Now, the carnivals themselves are like sort of the traveling amusement park type things with the rides. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the circuses are, you know, obviously with the circus performers and stuff like that. And these are a couple of the ones that travel through the area that we do here. We haven't done the circus with you yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last time we did the circus, I think we did with Sam several years back. And that was kind of fun to see the, the acrobatics and the performers and the animals. Um, we did do one carnival so far this year, yeah. and uh, that one kind of lost its luster, didn't it? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the main problem was I was too big for most of the rides. I mean, when I used to go, like, it used to come along when I was very young, and I was able to ride most of the rides, and it was fun back then. Unfortunately, now I'm a little more older, and with my phobia of heights, some of the rides I can't do, especially the pirate one. When I was in there, I really hated that. Right. I, I really didn't like that at all. So, I mean, I did go on some of the rides. I tried to meet the requirements that meant with the tickets, but I don't... Well, when we say requirements, you know, it was one of these... We went family night, so you bought a wristband and you can go on unlimited rides. The requirement was go on as many rides as we would have paid for tickets so that we got our money's worth. Yeah. So it wasn't a height requirement or, you know, anything like that. It was a make sure we got our money's worth out of it type thing. That's all. Yeah. Unfortunately, most of the rides I went on were spinny, and when I tried to go on the last ride, I was way too dizzy, and that ride was going to make me probably sick to my stomach. Yeah. And we didn't want that. Yeah, you definitely didn't. I didn't want that either. Yeah. So, okay, well... Things change, people change. Mm-hmm. The last thing that we have on the list here is fireworks. So the fireworks, depending on the time of year in the summertime, you get them at different times of year. A lot of those happen around Independence Day. So it's not an event to just be restricted to Independence Day, but a lot of your local townships do fireworks throughout the summer as well. And that's one of those ones where it's a nice get out, maybe get some barbecue or something like that, a little festival, watch some fireworks in a social environment, I guess. But tell us your thoughts on fireworks. Well, I'm not the same for everyone, but I really do not like fireworks just because of the loud noise. I really do not like going and actually seeing fireworks up close. I mean, seeing them on screen, which we normally do, because we're way too far away for act to see most of the fireworks, but we would always watch it on screen just as a small celebration, and I definitely prefer that over real fireworks, but I'm not the same for everyone, so... Fair point. If, yeah. you, if you do like fireworks, I would recommend actually looking at them in person and not on a screen, but... Aside from going out and doing your day trips and uh, little vacation jaunts here and there, there's a lot of things that you can do in the summertime at home. 
So I went out to the odysseyonline.com and they had 40 things to do at home, which we cut that list down significantly to kind of expedite the list and uh, remove some of the stuff that is wasn't age appropriate. So I want to run down the list real quick. I'm probably going to skip some of the stuff here just to get your thoughts on whether you think these are good ideas or not. So the first thing that we have is read a book. Well, everyone's assigned a book over the summer, right? So what are your thoughts on that one? Well, if you actually do like reading, even though you were assigned a book, I I would definitely see if you would like to read a book over the summer, an extra book over the summer just for entertainment instead of just school. Unfortunately, with my me, I really don't like reading as much as I really need to unless it's with comics. So I would probably just... And comics or books, too. Yeah. So I would pretty much just read what I was assigned, and that's it. Okay. How about starting a garden or just gardening in general? I know you and Mommy do that. Is that something you enjoy? Yeah, I would definitely enjoy... I definitely enjoy it. Unfortunately, not being the outdoors person, at at occasions it would kind of get a little gross. But it helps me step out of my comfort zone a little bit and actually have a little fun with mommy. And eventually we get to eat them at dinner. That's a good point because generally when we garden, we don't garden for flowers. We garden for veggies and fruits. Mm -hmm. How about painting? Do you enjoy painting? Well, I'm not that big of a painter, but I do like drawing. Okay. This one I thought was kind of interesting. Baking brownies and cookies. Do you love heating the kitchen up even more with the oven going? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Daddy. Wow. Well, I actually do like baking, and I'm actually going to try. I want to actually try starting to cook, but I also do enjoy making little treats like Mainly on Thanksgiving and Christmas, we would make cheesecake together, and right. that's always a fun experience, just like to help out the family and also to get a good treat. Cool. Yeah, it is good to get a good treat. Yep. Uh, how about flying kites? Have you ever flown a kite? Um, we tried once with an old kite. didn't work. I've never actually really flown a kite, but because we don't actually have one, well, and, I don't and think. we don't have... You know, without getting in the car and driving someplace, there's really no place convenient to fly a kite around here either. Yeah. How about board games? you like to play board games? Yeah, I mean, on occasions when I, I'm, like, at my boredom stage, I would always ask you guys if you wanted to play some board games. And most of our famous games were Disney Monopoly and Scattergories. Yep, there were a couple good ones. Mm-hmm. How about scrapbooking? Do you like the scrapbook? I do DIYs. That's the closest thing to scrapbooking. Okay, that's fair enough. How about starting a journal? Do you journal a lot? I had one journal, but I stopped because I had other things that were that I thought were better than making a journal. Okay. Also, I really didn't like the idea of writing my thoughts out. I mean, I do that when I'm angry now, but I really don't feel like doing it anymore. How about going to the beach? Are you a beach person? Mm, Not so much, huh? Not really. I mean, I've never actually had a good chance to actually go into the water and swim. Normal people would at a beach. I mean, we would always walk on it, and um, we would collect sea cells, but that's pretty much it. Any other time, we'd just stay on the boardwalk and buy stuff at the stores and also eat. At the stores, so yeah. Yeah, we've never really done a beach day with you as a family, have we? Nope. Eh, maybe we'll have to do that at some point. Maybe. 
How about binge watching TV? Do you binge watch on things other than YouTube? I mean, yeah, like I would. I did binge watch this one show on Netflix, and um, well, there's a couple shows on Netflix I've binge watched before. I mean, it's nothing serious. Of course, I would take breaks. I'm not like one of those crazy people who spend three hours just watching their TV, doing absolutely nothing, not even getting up and going to the bathroom, which is just weird. So, Well, that's not very healthy, I don't think. I'm not becoming one of those people. How about picnics? Do you enjoy going on picnics? Well, we do do this one day on called this one labyrinth on Labyrinth Day, and we would have a picnic. Can't yeah. say I enjoy the bugs. <laughs> but that's now, the closest. I think that's the closest thing I've ever had to a picnic because I can't remember any time we ever we've ever done a picnic over the summer. Yeah, when you know when we would stop and pick up sandwiches at Wawa and go eat in the park. I'm not sure that qualifies <laughs> as an official picnic. Nope. Uh, let's see. How about puzzles? Do you like doing puzzles at home? Well, I mean, I have puzzles, but I've already done them like multiple times. And when I did go to this one place um, called, wow, I don't even remember the name. Oh, Women Gathering. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, why did I not remember the name? <laughs> <laughs> I would, like, bring some puzzles to do there if I was bored. So, yeah, and that's actually over the summer somewhat. Okay. So, yeah. How about reorganizing or redecorating your room? You kind of got to jump on that early this year, didn't you? Yeah, I'm actually doing it constantly now. I'm always, like... There's a mess when there's, like, my blanket's not even folded on my bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, after I moved my stuff into my new room, I've kind of been a perfectionist now. You've, you've been a bit obsessive. Yeah. Uh, the last one I wanted to mention here is one that I know you love doing, and that is marathon watching the entire Harry Potter series. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> Seriously, is that literally, um, oh, my God. That's on my list here. I figured I threw that in just to get a rise, Eddie. Oh, of course. (laughs) Side note, everyone, I hate that. Sorry for any Harry Potter lovers, but I absolutely hate that. I hate when he messes with me like that. (laughs) You got it. You know what? Just like you've grown out of other things in your later stages of life here, perhaps you will grow into Harry Potter. Mommy and Daddy still hold out hope. It doesn't even make any sense to me, though. Okay, moving right along. So for this last segment, I wanted to uh, to kind of throw out all the lists that we have here and, and talk to you directly and ask you how your summer is. Now, we've, we've revealed some of it already, but I just got a couple of questions here that I want to ask you directly and get your thoughts on. All righty. What do you typically do? What is, what does your summer typically look like? Well, most days it typically looks like waking up at 6.30, having the normal schedule I would at school, then you probably taking me to camp, having fun with my friends in the morning, then being separated by grade, having to always miss out on the activities and hanging out with one of my friends that's in my grade that we were separated by because we're always separated by the grade we just graduated from. So now I'll be part of the sixth grade group and I'll actually be part of the older kids group because um, six graduating sixth, seventh, and eighth graders are all gathered in one group and are separated by gender now. So that's just wonderful. I sense sarcasm. You don't like that, do you? 
Well, I don't like how we're separated by gender, but I would enjoy staying away from the boys because boys are kind of annoying during the summer. Yeah, boys no are kind of annoying all the time, aren't they? True let's point. be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. And Well, that's a good thing, though, right? Luckily, most of my friends are females, so... Well, there you go. And, of course, I would always have free time to always hang out with my friends who are younger than me that go to school that go to camp and like I'd play with them then I'd go back to like literally drawing on the side and not even wanting to wanting to participate in the activities that are done because I really am not athletic like I said before unfortunately some of the activities I'm forced to do so I'm miserable with that and then eventually around 545 mommy would pick me up and I'd have dinner and have regular schedules okay well thank you for that rant appreciate it (laughs) So the next question I have is, what kind of home (laughs) activities do you do during the summer? Well, drawing would be one of them. Okay. Watching YouTube, binging shows, and also occasionally playing board games and also playing video games with you normally. Right. And interacting with my family. Okay, that doesn't sound too terrible, does it? It actually is quite paradise, to be honest. I'm glad to hear that. Do you take day trips during the summer? Well, Whether it's camp or not. Yep, I do take day um, trips in camp and it, on the weekends. And what do they typically entail? Well, camp ones are basically sort of like field trips. We call them field trips. Okay. And we normally get sent on them in, right after we do roll call because we do that at camp now. Okay. But, but some of them, we actually have to wait a little bit, and then we leave. And for the weekends, we basically do some random stuff that piques our interests. Okay. I mean, like, we have plans, and then we sometimes make plans over the summer, which is basically what we typically do. And it's always interesting to see the new stuff. Uh, the next question I have is, do you go on vacation during the summer? I used to. You used to. Where well, did you go? Disney twice during August. Biggest mistakes of our life. <laughs> Extremely hot. Caution, that's the worst time to go to Disney. Down in Florida, you're going to sweat no matter what. Trust me. Right. So we don't do that anymore, though. Yeah. We go to yeah. Disney different times of year. Yeah, I would not recommend it. I'd recommend either spring or winter okay. or occasionally fall, late fall. Yeah. And the last question I have is, do you get a chance to hang out with your friends more in the summer? Yes, because it's basically sort of like school. I'm able to see my friends most of the days. Unfortunately, we have restrictions. Some of my friends can't go on the days, but I do see some of my friends from summer camp on it because I actually go to summer camp. On the weekends, occasionally we'd plan something, but we haven't really done anything, so... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for answering the questions. No problem. So I think that brings us to our conclusion today. Uh, The last thing, before we go into the closing remarks and shout-outs, there was a programming note that I wanted to put out there. Uh, We do tell everyone that our links to the articles that we use are available in the credits after the show. Our contact information is available in in the credits after the show. And that works wonderful for the folks who enjoy our video podcast. However... For those folks who are enjoying the audio version of the podcast, it does them absolutely no good because none of that comes across in the audio except the music. 
Unfortunately. So starting this week, we will be including all of that information and our show notes on our website. So if you go to www.insightsintothings.com and click on this week's show, you will get audio, video versions of the podcast. You will get uh, subscription links as well. You will get transcripts, uh, which, full disclosure, they are done through an automated system, so they are not 100% accurate. In fact, they very amusingly murdered the spelling of our last names, um, among other things. Uh, But on that page under the show on the website, we will also include the show notes that we actually work from here. Uh, And you'll see that there are some things in the notes that might not necessarily make it into the show sometimes due to time restrictions. So make sure you check it out so you learn about everything we miss. (laughs) Yes. So just just a programming note there for everyone else and for our audio listeners. And that will take us into our closing remarks and our shout outs. To you, Madison. Well, for anyone who's planning to do anything over the summer, good for you. Make sure you're not bored. Also, try not to panic too much when you have to go back to school. It's regular. You got a long break. Basically, sort of like Christmas, except you're still going to school, and you don't need to actually get your school supplies, and you're not switching grades, but... I would say to enjoy your summer, get some cool activities, make sure to hang out with your friends, and do stuff you'd enjoy. Make sure to hang out with your family and do some family activities and just have a good time with your family and friends. Okay, awesome. Shout-outs this week. Who are we giving a shout-out to? I'm going to give a shout-out to all my friends I can only see in, in summer camp because you guys helped me from not being bored over the summer, and you guys are... Absolutely amazing. So are my friends that I see at school, and I and some of them I can actually see at my camp. So, yeah, anyone who I was not able to see over the school year that I only see during summer, shout out to you. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I think that was a great podcast. I hope everyone enjoys their summer, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. into entertainment a podcast series taking a deeper look into entertainment and media our husband and wife team of pop culture fanatics are exploring all things from music and movies to television and fandom we'll look at the interesting and obscure entertainment news of the week we'll talk about theme park and pop culture news We'll give you the latest and greatest on pop culture conventions. We'll give you a deep dive into Disney, Star Wars, and much more. Check out our video episodes at youtube.com backslash insights into things. 
Our audio episodes at podcast.insightsintoentertainment.com or check us out on the web at insightsintothings.com.